You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Okay, I just press record. Be appropriate. I also just took a big gulp of wine. <laughs> um, That's hello. appropriate. It is appropriate. Hello. Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. You know. Okay. Hold the mic closer to your mouth. Not too close. Closer. <laughs> uh, you don't want it like this, but this is too far. Away. That's too far away. That's too far. Um, so huh. what are we uh, talking about? Well, let me introduce this. This is bonus. Look up list slash bonus for episode 35, which me and Mark just recorded and put out. It was a day late, but I figure better late than never. Doing the best I can. And um, this bonus episode is about, really, you didn't take notes. like Me. <laughs> no. <laughs> you didn't take notes like, you know, Jenna takes notes and writes down questions and stuff. And then we try to go over some of them in the look up list. So you obviously did not do that. So we're not going to do that. But... I have a lot of stuff from listeners. I got some feedback and thoughts on your performance on the podcast. I'm sure, I'm th- sure they were all quite wonderful. <laughs> I knew you would say that. And um, and then I just want to give a few shout outs to different listeners who have sent very lovely messages. We have a new patron. Um, and then we also got some really bad reviews that I thought would be Ooh, funny to read. Spicy. Yeah, not on Apple though. Like they're direct emails to our website, so nobody can see them. So I want to share them because they're pretty horrific. Does that sound? Does that seem more personal to you? A like little bit. It's like you know, Apple review. It's like yeah, whatever. You know. Yeah, Apple review. It's kind of like everybody can see it, but, but this was directly. Like, like, yeah, directly right in your to face. my inbox. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, and that's it. I mean, it'd be pretty brief, but. Did I already say that hum- our human GPS, Sean Thompson, sent he sent something that on the podcast I openly said, I don't know much about this, and he sent some information, so I'm going to share that. Um, Very informational. Yes. We have such great listeners. Really, our listeners make up the bonus episodes, and I, Sean actually messaged me today and said, like, you had mentioned that you want me to be a guest, because we've talked about having guests on the um, bonus episodes. Guests by Southwest. Well, that's when we do a different city. Oh. Guests by Southwest. Like, maybe we'll do a murder in Atlanta, because I lived there, you know, just for to switch it up. Anyways, um, I feel like I sound so loud. Um, this is the first time you've noticed this in your life, or what? <laughs> Shut up. Wow. <laughs> Um, Did someone comment on that? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, we did get an email to the website from, I want to say, Devin, who said, I love the show, but I just want to let you girls know, this was probably two weeks ago, that um, Jenna sounds way louder than Margot. And so that is 100% my fault. Once my company kind of folded and we are now independent, um, I can't afford to pay an audio editor, so I've had to learn it myself. And so that was... So if you ever notice that, I really actually appreciate that Devin... Oh, stop it. Mark's putting the mic in Indiana's face and she's trying to eat it. 
Um, but I really appreciate that Devin sent that. And for anybody else, if you ever notice like a weird audio thing, volume levels, music problem, anything like that, please, please, please definitely message me and let me know because I'm still learning about audio editing and I'm doing the best I can, but I am by no means as good as our previous editor, Josh, who was amazing. So, um, so thank you, Devin. I do appreciate that. And so, yes, see, somebody did tell me. Um, so before we like jump into some listener feedback stuff, like I want to hear your thoughts. How did you enjoy, how did you feel about doing the podcast? What'd you think? And, and have you listened to it yet? No, I have not. It's hard to listen to myself. It's like, you know, like a great you actor love- doesn't watch his own movies and shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you love listening to yourself. I know. I just don't have a lot of time. I know. I mean, That's I, he- true. I hear my thoughts in my head all the time. So it's like, <laughs> whoa, I'm overloading myself, you know? <laughs> well, I played a little. I played the, the like last three minutes for you last night. Yeah, I like killed it, I feel like. It was funny. <laughs> oh, you're so humble. It's amazing. No, my real thoughts is that we had a really fun time. Like, yeah. We've done like some bonus stuff together and whatnot, and I just really enjoy it. I mean, we're just hanging out and like having some drinks and talking about a story that I don't know about, yeah. which you love telling me because I'm like, I always know it, but I'm like, I think it's this or not. Yeah, you didn't know anything. I did enjoy that. Well, I hope you listen to it because I sent you both the unedited and the edited version, so I'd be super interested. I think you should listen to the edited version. For because those of you who have listened to the episode, I have been house shopping. What? <laughs> In oh, uh-huh. in Silver Lakes, yeah. the sex orgy community, and also how to like recognize if a dessert is poisoned. Mm. You know? well, I haven't made you any dessert lately. You've just been digging <laughs> into the as ice cream. As if I'm gonna eat it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want pre. Keep it up, and I, want, I will poison it. I want prepackaged it. shit, you know. Yeah, Twix last night you had. It's like you know, like as a kid, like getting Halloween. Say like can- one more time. Shut up! <laughs> I did say it a lot. <laughs> You know when you used to get candy as a kid, like Halloween, they're like, oh, it has to be like... Pre- it's like, dude, what if the Snickers is a little bit torn? Like, it's a no, Snickers, you I'm going to oh, eat it. No. Not everybody's poison everybody. You okay, know? well, maybe back in 1957 when you were Halloween trick-or-treating, candy was ago. okay. <laughs> Nowadays, though, it's not safe. I did used to, like, at times you'd walk up to a house and get, like, the popcorn ball. Ew, you I know? remember that, actually. I mean, it's like saran wrap. I feel like that's kind of wrapped. It's like a little old lady. She's like, I'm going to kill them all. Like, I don't really Hansel and Gretel. Have you ever heard of that? Your dog has to go outside. Oh, my God. Let me go do it. (laughs) I cut that out of the actual episode anyways. So anyways, on the last episode, (laughs) I was like, I'm going to go walk. And I'm all. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And I cut all of that. That's not really like it's like a whip. Not really a door. It's all (laughs) not appropriate. Go ahead. Take her, let her out so she doesn't pee on the floor, huh? Stop yelling at me. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> um, whoa. Oh, this is what I was, while he's letting her out, this is what I was going to say. I posted something on Instagram the other day asking, so last night when I went to play Mark, the end, like I just wanted to hear him to hear the last few minutes of the episode. I thought it was funny. And... I played it for him and then I realized, oh my God, what the fuck? There's an entire other podcast after this podcast ends. And I immediately like, went to my computer and was like, did I do something wrong? Maybe I pressed a wrong button or, or something. I don't know. I couldn't figure it out. And I emailed our, um, like the, the ad sales people who sell ads for our show. And she said, no, that's something called pod roll that you agreed to opt into. 
which I guess I did. I, I did. I just didn't research it well. And I didn't understand that it meant that pod roll, like we get paid for them to put a podcast at the end of our podcast. That's one, like a podcast that they are representing, I guess. So I emailed her back and I said, okay, well, we've, we only got paid $15. I, I don't feel like that's worth it. I don't necessarily want somebody else's podcast at the end of my podcast. I understand that listeners can say, well, it's over, click, done, and not listen to it. But I did ask, and I'm waiting to find out, does that mean that our podcast is going to go at the end of other people's podcasts? Oh, so you're like rolling. Pod roll. A pod roll. Yeah, it just rolls into the next. I don't fully understand it, so I need to learn more. But for anybody who responded to my Instagram post or noticed that when our episode ended, there was a totally different new podcast that just kept playing. That is why it happened. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to continue to do that or not. Truthfully, it will just depend on if it's worth it financially. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, when you like register your printer and it's all, you have to agree to this. Like I'm just registering my printer for the warranty, but it's like 90 pages. You're all, yeah, sure. I'll yeah, I just give agree. you my firstborn, whatever. Can I just like print <laughs> the page that I need to do? Cause I'm really in a rush right now. Yes, that's <laughs> true. Like I did you, not it, read the fine all, print. And also if you disagree, like I, I just can't print stuff off my printer, you know, no, I can't register it. Of course that's not true with a printer. Well, you have to agree to the update on your iPhone. You think they're just going to let you have it? I don't know. You're getting real deep into I'm not other things I'm not saying now. anything crazy. I'm just saying, you know, agree to it. And like the dogs want to come in now. Get pod rolled. <laughs> the dogs want to come in now. <laughs> they can wait. <laughs> okay. Um, so, okay, I have a list of things to talk about. So you told us that you had fun doing the podcast. I had yeah, fun doing it fun. with you. I th- well, of course. And so I guess we may as well run right into, we've gotten some feedback from listeners that I thought I would share with you Ooh. about your episode specifically. Yeah, I don't really care about the other ones. It's important. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure It's you important don't. to talk about like what we did together yes. and it's important. And yeah, of course. I know. You're very um, awesome. self-centered. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Um, so... Is this like going to be like where they read mean tweets? Yeah. Oh, Mark's a piece of shit. I love you know? mean tweets. That's so funny. No. <laughs> he sounds like an asshole. I'm like. No. We, honestly, I, we got no bad feedback. Um, Nikki. And I know I've said her name before and she said that I said it correctly. So I hope I do again. Nikki Scioli. I hope that's right. Uh-oh. Bad like comments if coming. That, if, that's her, if that's how you say it, I love that last name. Scioli. I, I hope so. I, I know sounds it, like an Italian dessert. It sounds like Italian, and I like that. Anyway, she said, I loved it. He's freaking hilarious, and you two were adorable together, which was sweet comment. Way to go, Nikki. Right on par. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, I asked, I specifically asked, because our human GPS, Sean Thompson, was sharing some other information with me, and so I asked him, you know, he's very, he's very honest, which I love, and he... Um, I asked him what he thought about the episode with you, and he said... Dun, dun, dun. Uh, I thought I took a screenshot of it. Is this like a long pause for like suspense? Or? Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I thought I took a screenshot of it, but let me see. Oh, he said that he enjoyed it. He said, sometimes mixing things up can produce an unexpected result. Which oh. I think was positive. That's well, a little vague, but 
great. I, I like vague though. And he, he has some other comments that I'm going to share. Um, AZ girl on the go. I can't remember if it's okay to share her real name or not. So I'm just going to share that. Um, she said, Mark's commentary is hilarious. I love that Jenna tries to solve it and takes it very seriously. But Mark had me freaking cracking up. Uh, and she said she also knows a couple, just like the couple that you described about the swinging thing. And she said she's never heard of a swinging couple incident ending well. I told Which you. Which I agree. Yeah, that's probably very true. Unless you're like on like a rope swing. I guess <laughs> but in the, even then the rope breaks you've seen YouTube videos um, Nikki Nikki's actually the one who I reposted her post where she was walking uh, dogs and oh, said yeah, she was listening yeah and she was listening to the podcast and she was laughing out loud um, and she said she said that she felt bad laughing so much at a murder podcast but seriously it was really funny um, and that having you on once in a while would be a fun addition and I thought this is so nice she said you two have a beautiful connection so sweet so sweet um and what else let's see other listener stuff we had other listener stuff so zeka on our patreon i love zeka i feel like he always has a connection to the episodes like he's always like oh i lived right by there or i know that area or i know that story like he really is connected to a lot of the episodes is he like personally a gypsy or something like he's, no, just he's like a truck driver oh okay that makes sense and he moved around a lot i think when he was younger i could be getting that wrong but um he said talk about close to home i remember this soap opera well be, uh, the episode we just did um he i don't want to say exactly where he lives because i'm always worried about privacy for people but he he lives about 30 miles from Hellendale, and when he first moved to California from Arizona, he was an electrician and built over 100 homes in Silver Lake. Oh, shit. Isn't that, that crazy? That little Love it. Yeah, and that little, that little like, orgy community. And I think this is interesting insight. He's There's all like, kinds of, like, mm-hmm. black lights installed. And, like, weird <laughs> shit. We're like, what's this? It's a weird community. He said, it's touted as a resort-type community, but really, it's where all the high... I hope he doesn't mind me saying this. Sorry, Zeka. He said it's where all the high-class white trash go to hide out and was known back then for their, um, in air quotes, punch bowl parties. It's an oasis in the desert, but a very shady oasis. Whoa. Yeah, I think that's really interesting insight. And then remember how I said I didn't know if Hellendale and that area would be considered Southwest? It's always kind of a debate. He said, from someone who grew up their entire life in the Southwest, um, the area that he lives in all the way up to the Sierra Nevadas is very much the Southwest, uh, like Death Valley, Mount Whitney. Um, he said he spends a lot of time up there and it's amazing how you can go from 120 degrees to 60 degrees in a couple hours drive, which is true. That's in Arizona as well, talking about the temperature. But he thinks that it is definitely the Southwest. So I like anybody who backs up my chosen opinion that that is the southwest because this is very true (laughs) yeah (laughs) um speaking about like that town like you know silver lakes yeah like the way it talked about like the job site i was at the steam pump ranch which Mm -hmm. is like an old cattle ranch here and we're doing some remodel there this is the levers i believe is the last people owned it and that's what they said it's like in the 80s it was like a big party place you know like a sex orgy yeah and that's everybody's like you know they're like party place like you know 
it's like an old adobe house but like there's like a bathroom that's like with a tub like, the size like, for like, like nine like, people in it like 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 i'm just gonna point it out now all right fine <laughs> i'm sorry I'm, I'm sorry that was a little bit critical you're doing a great job but and i'm not editing out your likes fine. on this episode i try to do better oh you know you're doing good so wait i'm sorry i interrupted you there's a huge like hot tub well, it was like a bathtub, mm-hmm. and, you know, it just seemed kind of like, oh, it's like kind of a large a bathroom and whatnot. Orgy-like. Yeah. I mean, that's what mm. everybody's like kind of hinting towards. A lot mm. of partying, drugs, and sex. Oh, so that's where you're working every day? Well, Great. I mean, this was like back in the day. I'm just like the remnants <laughs> of it. You know, I find old rubbers around and shit, you know? <laughs> All kinds of little Coke spoons, like broken oh shit. You know? All I, right. Let's there's move like, on. There's like needles everywhere in the grass. It's like crazy. That's no, not true. I know that's not true. Um, so while we're on the listener feedback, before I share the human, uh, bef- Sean Thompson, our human GPS, he gave some information about um, something I talked about. But before I share that, I wanted to, I'm not going to like read all of these, but I, I always forget to check the website. You know, we have a website, like an actual website called, and it's just death xsouthwest.com and that kind of makes sense i like designed the whole website i'm hoping to put merch on there eventually i love making a website so i had a lot of fun doing it and then there's a place where you can like like you can message us directly on the website like send an email to the website stuff like that but i always forget that so i don't check it that often i just checked it today and i had like 10 emails from people on that website one of them was from devon about the volume levels which i appreciated but um Brad, can you get her a direct like text message to you? So like when we're talking, she could be like, "Hey, no, what?" I'm joking. <laughs> Your volume's fine. Brad Covington, Susan Sanchez, Susan, uh, Sarandon. Oops, I'm getting a phone call. I can't answer right now. Um, Maria Pepin is calling me. Susan Mitsos. I'm not sure if that's how you say it. Um, they all sent very like heartfelt kind kind mess emails about izzy and shared like their own personal stories and experiences um brad recently lost his dog um susan recent i don't know if it's recently but she lost her mom and then had to put her cat to sleep so like they were sharing their own personal stories relating to me and i just it was so sweet and and to our death by southwest gmail i also checked that today Sally Vender sent a lovely message. Jane Butkus, who also um, suggested the Loretta episode, she sent a lovely email. I mean, everybody's just been extremely kind and understanding. And I can't remember who now, but on that little episode I recorded about Izzy, Mm -hmm. I kept saying, like, I'm so sorry that I've not put out a new episode. And I don't, you know, I've been bad on social media and responding and somebody, I, I wish I could remember, multiple people, but somebody in particular today said, like, you should not apologize for that. You're a human. You have human things going on in your life. Like, this is, you know, something that you do, but this is not the only thing that you do, and it's okay if you have to take time. And it was really nice to hear that because I do feel bad. People look, I look forward to podcasts that I listen to each week, and if they don't come out, I'm like, where's the new episode? I know, but we were talking about that, and you're like, I should probably, I'm like, you're in a lot of pain. You're very sad. Like people yeah. understand, you know, and people have been really understanding. And I know I've said that over and over and over again. So I'm going to stop saying it, but I, I 
can't stress enough how grateful I am for everyone's kind messages, kind thoughts, and understanding with kind of how shitty I've been with social media, Patreon, and new episodes over the past Thank few weeks. Thank you for all your love and support. Yes, it's been very, very sweet. Um, and with that in mind, we also had some people send some really shit reviews. I thought you said they were all good. No, not about you. Oh, well, that's fine. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, you don't care now. Oh, I can't um, wait now. Let's, t- let's yeah. dish it out. Okay, you know? so from Lisa Eggleton on the website. Again, this was not an Apple review. Like, this came directly to me. No one else can see it's like it. in your face. Yeah, so it's like real personal. She said, you two are the most annoying podcasters I've ever heard. I wanted to hear about the AZ true crimes, but for real, shut the fuck up. Uh, it would be funny at the end. She's like, when does episode 36 come out? <laughs> How that, many episodes have you listened to, Eggleton? I don't. I mean, I don't know. That's funny, though, because whenever jo- I've talked about this before, whenever Joe and Oliver used to get bad reviews, like I'd send them in their like prep packet for the episode. I'd send them good reviews and a few bad ones. And Oliver loved the bad ones. And I remember one in particular, I think I've actually talked about this specifically, but he was like, what would be great is that if this guy, he said like, you guys make my ears bleed. I hate it. And Oliver was like, what would be great? Because they were responding to him. He's like, what would be great is if he heard us responding to him. It means he's still listening, even though he hates the podcast. And his ears are full of blood. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I got- wonder if it sounds like like yelling underwater. It's all... Because <laughs> <laughs> ears are so bloody. We got one more from Mitchell Hudson. And he says, this was one of the most annoying podcasts I've ever listened to. This is a fascinating story, but you two sound like a couple of mid-school girls. Here's some advice. Think about what you are trying to impart to your audience. I could hardly listen to it. Really, really unprofessional. And that was on the Posey, the Cody Posey family murders. It was, I think, a two-part episode. It was fascinating, and I actually feel like I really enjoyed that one. What I mean, the fuck's a mid-school girl? I have no idea. Like a middle school girl, maybe? Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. But like, how I old mean, are you? Like, what's, I'm like, old. And also, here's the thing. Bad reviews are fine. Because as Jenna... all you sound like a couple of primary school girls. You know? <laughs> but, like, okay. okay, thank you. <laughs> That's great. But like me and Jenna have said multiple times, this show is not for everyone. There are some people who want like hard-hitting journalism true crime documentary style podcast that is not this We're david not- entered the house no as he walked that's through the just, door it's <laughs> just that's a dramatic it. reading but like this isn't dateline this isn't you know we are not getting firsthand interviews we are retelling a story that we found and i researched and found fascinating and also part of it is yes it is the relationship between me and jenna it is the banter it is the sense of place it is what feels natural to us and we enjoy doing. And that doesn't mean that everyone's going to enjoy it. Totally understand that. But people who are who are like, this is not professional. You're not taking it seriously enough. It's like, well, that was never the goal. So if that's what you're looking for, this is not the podcast for you. Now, well, if somebody, feedback like where somebody says the volumes are off or Ugh, it was confusing how you told this one story. That's super helpful. And I love getting feedback like that. But just being like, you're fucking annoying Okay, I'm, maybe to you I am. Great, turn it off and listen to somebody else, right? Oh shit, there's like a million podcasts. There's like a billion. And also like what you explained when you were first doing it, like it's, it's, it's like all I think about is that you imagine you, you know, some, like a murder or some story happens in your town and you're the first one to have it. You know, you go see your buddy and you're like, hey, you know, did you hear about this shit? Yeah. I'm like, whoa, what, what happened with that shit? You yes, know what I mean? And you're like, ex- dude, 
this guy killed like six people. Yep. It's like right down the street from like, what the fuck? I don't even know about that. Yes. You know? It's a conversational like true crime. Remember, actually, the one I told you before we, before me and Jenna recorded it, because I remember I was at your house and I sat down and I was like, this, uh, one of our listeners suggested, Jane, she suggested that story about Loretta Bowersock. And like how she took this tenant into her house when she was like in her 50s, 60s in Tempe. And then he like, they were together for 18 years, but he ended up taking advantage of her. I mean, we've already put this episode out, so people already know it. But I was just telling it to you because I found it so fascinating. And that's exactly what this is. It's just a little bit in more detail than me just like off the cuff telling it to you. I I actually do research these. But yeah, and also there's like different things. There's like... The interesting part about this, too, is there's so many, like, it's like, wow, there's obviously a lot of murders in this country or around the world. Yeah, everywhere. But if they don't have, like, if it's not sensational or, like... Sensational? Sensational. Mm-hmm. Or, like, crazy off the chain or hook or whatever you want to call it, you know? <laughs> oh, like you're nuts. showing your age here. Yeah. It's, people are like, yeah, you know, so you're not going to get a Dateline episode or you're not going to get someone to get, Sure. Like, you and know, so we try like to do you, some you, of those. But if you tried to, like, interview everybody, you would... Yeah, you don't get as many stories. So well, of course. Well, we could, it couldn't be. You hear the story. You get at least you get the knowledge of that. I know it was happening over there. Well, of course, we couldn't do. Here's the difference. Neither my real estate agent till now. Whoa. Well, <laughs> come on, it's funny. <laughs> but like, if we were trying, and I have tried to reach out to people involved in a lot of these stories and get firsthand interviews, but that takes a lot of time for them to get back to you, to schedule it, to get it recorded, and so this couldn't be a. A weekly pot. We'd have to take like a few months off and really record a bunch in advance to keep it weekly. We do this weekly. Uh, truthfully, I'm not. We're not that far ahead. It's not like we have like ten episodes done. Unfortunately, I know you keep telling me I need to do that. Let's not get into it. Don't start. I didn't say anything. Okay, good. Um, we have a new patron. We lost two patrons. Oh no. I'm not going to say their names because that feels rude, but. Well, I think because I I really didn't post anything for two weeks. I had COVID and then we had to put Izzy to sleep. And I just, I didn't even open my phone for like days. And, you know, if you're paying five bucks a month to be part of somebody's Patreon, you want posts, you want pictures, you want audio, you want videos, you want content. And if it's not coming, I don't blame them. Like that makes sense to me. But we also gained um, a new patron today, Paula, and she sent this lovely message. She said, I'm so sorry about Izzy. Anyone who has loved a bulldog is a saint. This is why I became a patron. So please don't stop sharing your dog stories and thoughts. I thought that was so cute. So sweet. sweet. We're very happy to have you, Paula. Thank you. Um, And, 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 and. Oh, one more email. I'm interested. I want feedback from listeners on this. Okay. We got an email to the website from Kelly. I hope that's how you say your name. It's Kelly, K-E-L-L-Y and then an E at the end. I know people get annoyed when we talk about pronouncing things, but I like to be respectful. People mispronounce my name my whole entire life. I was Margot, Margot, Margot. So I want to pronounce it right. Anyways, she has a podcast that is pretty new, but she said it's kind of similar format to ours and about true crimes. And she is... Ooh, I'm not going to remember. I want to say Louisiana. I'm not sure. But she said she suggested a case. And I guess the case starts in Arizona and ends up 
finishes in wherever she is. I think Louisiana, but I might be wrong about that. I don't have it in front of me. And she said, with the details with you. And she said, how would you feel about doing a crossover episode? She said, because it would work for our show and it would work for your show. And she's already researched it a bunch. And she said, we like, we could do it together. So I, I kind of have to figure out how to wrap my brain. Like, how does that look like? Do we just all record together? I think it's her and her friend or sister. I haven't listened to her podcast yet. This just happened today. But like, would we all, me and Jenna and her and her co-host get on Zoom and like record this all together and then we both publish it on our feeds or like, it's like would, a handoff, would like she a- come into our show? We'd record and she'd be part of it and then they would do how they record and I'd be part. You know what I mean? I'm not sure exactly how it would like work. A, she's the ABC show with like overlaps like the CSIs or something. She's I like, love FBI. I'll, I'll, yeah, Remember when yeah, I made yeah. you watch all the FBI's like the oh FBI. I don't want to talk about it. FBI International. I might leave a shitty email on the website. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when they do or like Law and Order SVU and Law and Order regular whatever like all, all one sudden, picks up where the other all left off just talking about the case and you just show up that's, and you're all bah. that's kind of a cool idea because i we could start on our show with like this is the arizona part and if you want to hear the rest you have to go over to this podcast and listen to the ending and they pick dope. up there that's and, then, a cool and idea. then you guys could have a little combo about it you yeah know? we could have a bonus episode with all of us that's look at you it's a zoomathon look at you with the suggestions <laughs> look at me anyways i would love to know what like listeners uh how would you feel about that does that sound interesting does that sound terrible i'd love to hear your opinion it doesn't mean we're going to take it but i'd love to hear it i'm sure you'll get some nasty emails about it maybe that's fine there's always people who don't like things though we i posted today like send us your questions um oh let me before i share that i'll share what um human gps sean thompson shared your does. yes so he said John emailed today, yesterday and said that was a good episode. But it's pronounced Bathsheba. And the David and Bathsheba story is a little more detailed than your version. I'll give you a Cliff Notes version if you're interested. And I said, yes, please. So I talked about, remember? Um, uh, yeah, he sends his, uh, she, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sabrina, the wife who was then having an affair with Jonathan, the young firefighter. Mm-hmm. Um, they are having a conversation. He compares the relationship to David and Bathsheba. And I shared the story that I found in my research. And so Sean is saying a little more detailed than that, which is fine because I've never read the Bible, so I have no idea. Send someone out to die so you can like hook up with the girl. That, you know? I feel like that's the most, what he's saying is like, yes, but that's like the most general. It's basic. Basic. Know? Okay. So he says a little background. David his has his mighty men that were with him before he was king uriah was one of them he was supposed to go off to war but he decided to stay home he couldn't sleep and was walking around his roof and saw bathsheba he asked who she was and was told she's uriah's wife he said bring her to me and they had sex she sends him a message that she's pregnant trying to cover it up he has uriah brought back from the war and asks him for an update on the war He then tells him to go see his wife before returning to war, expecting him to sleep with her. But he doesn't do that because he didn't believe he should be doing that while everyone else was at war. David has him stay another day, gets him drunk, and sends him to his home with the same result. Then David writes a letter to his head of the army saying to put Uriah at the front of the battle and to pull the fighters back when the battle gets heavy so that Uriah will be killed. 
Whoa. He gives a letter to Uriah to deliver to Joan, who I guess is the head of the battle, although that might be a typo because Joan sounds like a woman, Um, who does what he is told. Uriah dies, his wife mourns, and a little while later, David takes her as his wife. God sends the prophet Nathan to tell David a story about a man with plenty of sheep taking the sheep from a man who who had only one. David said that man should die, and Nathan tells him he's that man. Nathan tells him there will be calamity in his kingdom and that the child with Bathsheba will die. Both of those things happen. And then, oops, he said, wait, I got one part wrong. The child was born prior to Nathan confronting David. 2 Samuel chapters 11 and 12, if you want to read it. And I have no idea what that means because I've truly never really even opened a Bible. I'm not afraid to admit that. I grew up like Catholic Italian, but we didn't go to church and we went to temple occasionally because my mom was Jewish and my dad was Catholic. So what a mix. We were raised like, not, yeah, really loud mix. Well, loud. We were raised Christian, so we read the Bible and whatnot. So I know. A lot yeah, of you went to stories. church a lot, didn't yeah, you? When I was a kid. Yeah. Not anymore. <laughs> no kidding. Um, anyways. That, uh, for anybody who is a fan of the Bible and knew that story, you may have not been satisfied with my description of it in the episode. So thank you to our human GBS, Sean Thompson, for sharing that more extensive version. And read the Bible. No. I mean, sure, if you want to. I'm never going to say that. It's a lot of thin pages. I mean, (laughs) read the Bible, don't read the Bible. I have no opinion on that. Um... And the last thing I think I have is we, I posted today on Instagram that we were recording this. I posted a little bit late. Usually you got to do it the day before. I know. Like shut up from work. You're like, get your headphones. This is happening. <laughs> like, whoa, 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 whoa. So I posted a little bit late, but I said like, ask us anything. We're going to record a bonus episode. We only got one question from Olee19 on Instagram. It has nothing to do with you. How awesome is Mark? Really? <laughs> Unbelievable. You would love it if that was the question. When I you like know. how you like started it with, oh, it's not about you. It's not about you. What was the question? Why are, is you ma- on- are you making a lot of money doing your podcast? And I think this is something that people who don't podcast. I mean, I'm laying on $100 bills right now, so maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Please. This is something that I'm going to be super honest about. Because I think that a lot of people who don't podcast don't know. They either assume that you're making a ton of money or no money or whatnot. So I will say that we started this December 12th, 2022, so about eight months ago. And in total from ad sales from December till now, we've made, the show has made in, what is that, eight, December, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. So that's nine months. It's made about $2,000 in nine months from ad sales. And that's from... The host read ads like the HelloFresh and the Lumi and stuff. Me and Jenna also said we're not going to read ads for anything that we don't actually like because I'm just not going to do that. Um, and then the automatic ads that get thrown in that are super annoying. Uh, but they do make some money. And then the Patreon. We have about, I think, 17, 18, 19 patrons right now. So that makes, and we have some patrons who are super generous who have donated more than $5 a month or are I don't know what to call it, pledging, paying more than $5 a month. $5 is the only amount you can pay. And so we have some people that are paying more than that just out of the like generosity and loveliness of them. And that makes 
like $85 a month, I think, the Patreon. Um, and that's it. We're not making money for anything else. So have we made a lot of money? I'm going to say no. It has made some money, which I know is more than a lot of podcasts out there do. But we need, in order to, I would love, I've said this before, I would love for this to be it. This was my full-time job. This is all that we do. But we need a lot more listeners. And in order to get more listeners, you have you to, need put to put some, me on. <laughs> yes. A little more guest episodes. I was going to say, we need to put some money into marketing. And we just, you know, I don't have a job right now. So we don't have the money to do that. Um, but we, but I love the listeners that we have. And I think that people who like the show tell their friends about it. And that's why I hate saying at the end of every episode, like, please leave us a review and tell your friends and rate it. But that stuff really does help. Um, and yeah, I hope that one day we are making a lot of money and I will tell you honestly when we are, I found out that, um, my favorite murder, they make like a million dollars a month. Holy crap. That's a lot of bread. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the biggest true crime podcasts ever. But even if you go on Patreon, some people, like on our Patreon, you can choose to either post how much you're making per month so that anyone can see it or not. And I have it posted because why not? Like, who cares? Listen, if you can make a million dollars a month, I'll start rocking people like crazy. Like, well, oh, I'll create the stories. You know what I mean? I'm like wild and out of control. You're going to go out and murder people just so we have some new stories to talk about? No, I'm not that shitty. <laughs> yeah. But you can, so I've looked at other people's Patreons and they have like, you know, we have like, I don't know, 20-ish, let's say, patrons. I've looked at others who have 200, 300, 400, 500, and they're making you know, 10 grand a month, 20 grand a month, and they have that posted, and you can see it. That blows, like, I cannot even understand that, making that kind of money from doing something that you love doing. I think it's amazing. We are certainly not there. I can only hope that we will get there. And if we don't, we're still going to keep doing it because I really enjoy doing it. And I had a lot of fun doing it with you, I will say. I had a really fun I, time, too. I love doing it with Jenna, but it was, an, it was nice to do it with you. So thank you for filling in. Well, you know me. I love hearing myself just under, <laughs> like in the headphones. I'm all, this is great. <laughs> I know you do. In a world where I can hear my voice uh, even louder uh, than it is. You have to explain why you always say that. In a world where blah, blah, blah. I know, because I like grew up with that, and I was always no. like, well, what? What was it? It's because, oh, because I that. worked on a podcast years ago. I know, but I, I've i always said that. Like, I just did it more when you did Really? It. Yeah, with like Vadim, Vladimir Putin or whatever was on it. What's no, I worked with that Topher 70- Grace from That 70s but Show. What's the guy from the other guy from uh, That 70s Show who's on that one episode where they're all doing oh, it? Oh, Valmer World Rama. That's the same as Putin. Is that what did I say his name right? I hope I did. I don't know. But anyways, it was like all of them. There was the guy who actually does it in a world. Wilmer Valderrama. Sorry. And they're all like doing it. And like some of them could, but that one guy actually like his voice is the one who does yes, it. Yes, Scott like, Rumel. Rumel. Yeah, he's he's like actually naming. a, he's a voiceover artist. That's what he yeah. does. He does movie trailers. So this podcast, Minor Adventures with Topher Grace that I worked on years ago, each episode, he would have a different celebrity guest on, and they would do a different adventure. So a seance, um, you know, um, writing a hip-hop song, um, reading movie trailers, like things that you could do that would translate to audio. And one of them was reading movie trailers. And so he had on w- Wilmer Valderrama from that 70s show. He played Fez. And then, because Topher Grace, is it raining? No, it's just the pitter power of a bunch of little gnomes you know <laughs> okay oh my god anyway, they're taking let me over just finish. we're almost done and then tover grace played wouldn't that be a story who did he play 
Topher Grace? On, he, played th- he played the main guy on that yeah, 70s show. I can't remember his guy. name. Uh, and then they and then we had a... His dad called him a dumbass all the time. Yeah, Red, I remember, guy. but I can't remember his name. Anyways, we had a, no one remembers an actual name. guy who like did a lot of those movie trailers in the 80s, 90s, whatever. And so I wrote a couple movie trailers for fake movies, and then they all read them. And of course, Scott... Rumel, Rumel, whatever, who's the actual movie trailer voiceover artist, was amazing at it. And one of them was like, in a world. That's actually how it started. That's why I thought you always did that. Because one of the trailers I wrote started with, in a world, where blah, 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 blah. And now you always say that. So I just assume that's why. It's no, not. I just always like. Cause I always you've killed all my. Like you've killed all my hopes and dreams now. I know, but you should like put that on there, like the little clip of. I don't know if you can do that. You yeah, know? of course I can. But the bonus stuff is like where they're because it's funny. You in know? a world where I but should that guy's do that. voice is just talking, and you can tell so he has like amazing. a good radio voice, great or, like, voice. Voice, yeah, voice. But it's just yeah. like in a second, he's just like in a place with new heroes. That yeah. was one of them. He's all <laughs> when a, a new, new kind he- of hero. Oh, sorry, I was loud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> In a place with a new kind of hero. Yes. But I wrote those words. You know how cool it is to write something and then hear somebody with that kind of voice, like read it in a professional setting. I mean, I don't think that many people listen to the show. And I will put the link for that show in the show notes for this. If I ever had like a billion dollars, I'd have him read my text message. I'd have him like, as I'm texting you, he'd be next to you and he'd read it to you. (laughs) He'd be like, he'd be like, pick up chicken and lettuce wraps. (laughs) Don't forget the really mustard funny. and the bacon. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, he has a great voice. I will link that episode of of my of the Topher Grace show in here so you guys can check it out if you want. It's pretty good. It was a fun show. It was a fun show to work on. And this I told you it was going to be 20 minutes. We're already at 40 minutes, so let's wrap, wrap it up. up. Oh, my God. In a world where We're podcast annoying. bonus episodes last too long, <laughs> you find a new kind of hero, Mark. <laughs> Who doesn't shut the fuck up. That's so true. That's it. We're closing out on that. Thank you guys for listening. Love you. Jenna will be back next week with a new episode. And bye. Bye-bye. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.